0: That's just a classic example, and I'm so thrilled to see you on the other side of the screen, because I I used your name, Mm. Maurice Bloom, (laughs) our partner on the ground, uh, seriously. And so then, you know, you became a human being mm. um, that all my wonderful people in the fuse could relate to.
1: This is another episode of a special series called Enough for All of the podcast Walk, Talk, Listen. This series sheds light on 75 years of an NGO called CWS. My name is Moody's Bloom and I welcome you to another episode of Walk, Talk, Listen. Okay, good day everybody. This is another episode of the podcast about Church World Service and I'm really so happy with uh, today's guest. Well, I'm always happy with my guest, but today is a special one and I will ask her to introduce herself. Betty, please go ahead.
0: Hi, well, I am Betty Boskell. Uh, I was the chair of the board for Church World Service from 2004 to 2007. Uh, but prior to that, I, uh, well, I started out as a volunteer back in, uh, now I have to think really hard on this one, but mm-hmm. back in 1975, I became wow. a volunteer, mm-hmm. uh, when, and, and actually that was about the first that I had really heard about church world service. Um, I have a nutrition background, um, We had lived in Massachusetts for five years when my husband was completing his graduate work and I was also, moved back to Michigan and uh, was asked to become a representative for the Reformed Church in America, which is the denomination I've been a part of, Mm -hmm. uh, to serve as a leader in hunger education uh, for the state of Michigan. obviously i was representing but we were actually trying to reach out to everybody in the state of michigan and it was at that point that i was introduced uh, we went on a weekend retreat and i was mm-hmm. introduced to two organizations that okay. might be most helpful and one of those was church world service mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm going to say the other one because so many uh of us know it bread for the world um, okay great yeah was the other organization and so i i had at this point because of my nutrition background and because of my deep christian conviction Mm -hmm. that uh we are to care for the hungry the thirsty the imprisoned the orphans the widows Mm -hmm. etc i had decided that probably i would dedicate the rest of my life uh to doing what I could as one person uh, about those issues. Mm -hmm. And so this felt tailor-made for me. So quite frankly, I became a true believer Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) after that weekend uh, with a a lot of just, I'll call them saints uh, from Mm -hmm. Michigan. There must've been about a, a hundred of us that had been gathered together for this retreat. We were all from different denominations Um, So it was, you know, it was Christian-based and the two organizations, uh, there were probably some others, but again, those two organizations were lifted up as uh, being particularly effective uh, would be the word, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, in dealing with uh, these issues of uh, hunger, poverty, um, uh well just you name it i uh, guess those were and those were really 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 important to me and and that is what i felt i could do with mm-hmm. my life
2: mm-hmm.
0: if you want to talk about a purpose
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it felt like that was what my purpose was mm-hmm. and is still so right. That was my introduction. Do mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> you want to hear more?
1: Yeah, no, no, that, yeah, well, that's great. <laughs> and and, and so, so, if I ask you, can you specifically explain what you like about the work of CWS? What would you then uh, say?
0: Well, I'm going to go back to um, those first years
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I learned about the crop walk. Yeah. And we moved um, from Kalamazoo to Holland, Michigan. Mm-hmm. in 1977. And I looked around, we we had lived there in the 60s, um, uh, for three years. And I had worked with, uh, again, because of my nutrition education background, I had worked with mothers who were receiving some uh, food aid. And uh, I learned so much about them that totally changed my whole understanding and perception of Mm. of people uh, receiving. At that time, it was uh, ADC, Aid to Dependent Children, that's changed now. Uh, But at any rate, when we moved back, I looked at Holland and thought, oh, my goodness, there there are so many resources here. Mm -hmm. I know there are still very hungry people here. Uh, By that time, because of my introduction to church world service and for the world i had learned you know about the enormous hunger situation um, in the sahel in africa and in in other places um, and i thought we've got to do something but my concern was how to get my neighbors <laughs> involved in doing something that they could relate to hmm. um and the whole concept, of we walk because they walk. Mm-hmm. I knew that was, I thought, bingo, that's it. Mm-hmm. They can relate to that. And so I helped start the crop walk in Holland in, I oh. believe, 1980, 1979 mm-hmm. or 1980. And the very first walk, we had 400 people.
1: Amazing. Um,
0: starting from scratch, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were amazed. But then we grew, I, I I stayed with that, I don't know, for maybe 35, 40 years, but mm-hmm. we grew in the first five years to having over a thousand walkers. But we did that by contacting every church in the whole area yeah. and, and getting them to buy in, and everyone wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, But then, of course, you understand that 75% of that money went to church world service globally, Mm -hmm. 25% stayed locally. Mm -hmm. So it was just tailor-made for helping people connect how they could be a part of the solution, both locally and globally.
2: Yeah.
0: Then <laughs> I joined the staff of the Reformed Church of America as the mm-hmm. hunger educator. How do you like that?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and eventually in the 80s, then was asked to represent the Reformed Church on the board of That's Church true. World Service yeah. uh, slash crop. So, at any rate, um, so I came, you know, first as a volunteer, then mm-hmm. as a board member, and then gradually. Um, and just eventually became the chair of the board. So that's a bit of a long explanation. Uh, no,
1: but but so yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't know. I I knew you were of course that you were involved with Crop Hunger Walk in uh, in, uh, in Holland. Um, but and are still yeah, for going. so many years. Yeah, it, it's one of <laughs> still one of the main most uh, successful. 10. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's top 10. <laughs> yeah, great.
0: Which has been uh, a great joy to me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'll have people come up in the street and say, Oh, you're the Walk lady. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Well, yeah, partly.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So Beautiful. anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Betty, I would I would like to like to ask you um about the time that you were the chair. Um, it was a time <sighs> when when um, you know uh, Churchful service was uh it's, separated already from the national council of churches um you know became its own 5013c um if you look back you know what were you know and, and make if i ask you you know give me the top three of you know the main concerns that you had at that time as the chair or you worked on yeah would you still be able to to um uh, share that and tell a little bit about the time that you were the chair
0: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> well i was the First vice chair when the mm-hmm. separation actually happened. Okay, um, those were very, very, very difficult and anxious days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like I can talk, and I, I know I I remember the numbers even. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. but uh, that separation was necessary uh, uh, because we were fiscally responsible uh, for our own organization, and the directors, according to the laws of the state of New York, were uh, culpable. (laughs) Um, I spent a lot of time with our attorney, quite frankly, um, to learn exactly what was at stake. My number three, uh, the the first concern Mm -hmm. in that separation and starting as the chair was how to navigate the pain Mm -hmm. um, and the practicality of separating from the National Council of Churches, of which (laughs) I was was a vice president of that too, by Mm -hmm. virtue of being chair of the board. Uh, But it it was not an easy separation, because of finances, but also because organically we were one, in other words, our membership at that time of thirty three or thirty four um, communions uh, in the United States uh, was their membership, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. that was difficult yeah uh my I would say my number two concern was. How to um, continue the the ecumenicity, which I feel was so is so critical in our world today, mm-hmm. um, in terms of maintaining our our mission relationships, which is really what the NCC was about, mm-hmm. were you know those those relationships uh, to different areas. And, and our I knew because I was a staff member <laughs> yeah. of, of, of the mission department of the RCA I knew that we were pretty dependent on a lot of of, of, of information and uh, ongoing relationships with our partners and for the RCA um, excuse me Michigan uh, Michigan pollen, Michigan, (laughs) we're in full bloom here and allergies are too. Uh, (laughs) um, Those partnerships were what we believed in very strongly. Mm -hmm. Um, So you see, personally, I understood that this whole concept of partnership was at the core of who we were and who we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. We did not want to go any place and try to set up shop on our own. Mm-hmm. We wanted to work with existing partners who shared a similar philosophy of operation, et cetera. So I understood the loss. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Number three, um, I was just concerned financially. Yeah. Um, how we were going to, because a, a lot of communions, just told us right up, Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do this and you're on your own. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I, I knew, you know, that, um, that funding, uh, there wasn't, uh, there was no assessment
2: mm-hmm.
0: of communions. We were dependent on what communions decided to give us. Mm-hmm. And, um, I understood the budget all too well, <laughs> and yeah. because I was the chair, I felt a little bit responsible for that because I mm-hmm. knew we had, at that time, we had a large payroll, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and furthermore, I knew enough at that point. I had traveled enough internationally, so I had met a lot of our partners mm-hmm. globally, a lot of our global partners, and 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 felt some real responsibility um, yeah. for maintaining, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> our resources to share mm-hmm. so those were they were difficult days yeah, um, yeah. And, you know just wanting to be sure that we um moved forward as wisely and as um responsibly as as we could um yeah. Does that,
1: yeah, yeah, does, no, does
0: that kind of answer that yeah, question? No, no, absolutely. It, 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 was, it was a heavy load, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Uh, yeah. But I loved Church World Service. And because I loved our partnership with other agencies. Mm-hmm. And I, it was easy for me to interpret to the person in the pew or on the street.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, because again, because of that crop walk part, you see, which was open to the community, yeah. that wasn't just um, it. It was something people could really um, get their heads around mm-hmm. and their feet around, quite frankly, yep. <laughs> which you know all too well about. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, but it was something I oh. I remember um, a friend of mine uh, in the heyday of the Holland Zeeland, we brought uh, the next community over mm. into the title, so they'd feel more of a part of it because they were. Uh, but when the Holland Zealand crop walk came up in the spring, my dear friend who was dying of cancer mm. um, told me her whole goal was to make it to the crop walk in the spring and to walk at least a block of our four to eight Mm -hmm. mile route. And, you know, I had, I I can't tell you, um, the people for whom that became such an important way for them to still contribute Mm -hmm. um, to society, to live out their faith, Um, you know? I, I remember in the early board meetings, Oh, bless them. There were a core of, um, at that time, before we changed the the board membership, there were a core of of people who represented their communities. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I'm telling you, talk about saints. Um, Mm. (laughs) Oh, it was so interesting because... um, some of them would sit at the board meetings and nip away like crazy. you know, mm-hmm. they were knitting scarves and hats and stuff like that. Um, so it was just um i I loved I loved the cross section
2: mm-hmm. of
0: society. Um, I, because i I love to get people from all levels of society mm-hmm. involved and understanding because of course, the issue that we were dealing with is a very complex issue. (laughs) There are no easy answers to poverty, to uh, uh, racism, to whatever you wanna name it. Uh, They're all very complex issues. Um, So trying to find a way for people to be able to plug in uh, was always really important to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Great, I, and when I listened to you, it's you know the church world service and the Crop Hunger Walk enabled you to help to connect people and to show them you know different uh, contexts and and have you know make help to people to understand um, right. you know the issues around hunger and, and poverty. So the Crop Hunger Walk was also very important within that. I, I would like to to talk a little bit about the Crop Hunger Walk with you because um, as you know um you know it's we are still very fortunate that so many of the crop hunger walks are still running yeah,
2: but similarly
1: I, I... similar to to uh, you know the number of people going to church also the crop hunger walk participation right. is a challenge and especially you know reaching out to the younger generation exactly now you know as as part of of uh, the discussion or part of the seventy-fifth anniversary, you know, CWS is also kind of looking and and looking at the past and how can we continue to reach out to that younger generation that is maybe less churchy than than the older generation. Now, uh, with a nice name, you know, it's the branding, you know, discussion that that's going on. I would like to take one piece out of that, and it's not the only piece around branding, but um, so churchful service is also having a discussion in terms of you know uh because the word church Mm -hmm. service uh, with the younger generation very often that doesn't even open a door so if we want to sustain ourselves should we maybe consider changing uh, our name um and and you know it might not happen it might happen but i would just like to hear from you what what your perspective is if the organization would decide uh, to do so, you know, just to to hear from you what, what, uh, what your thoughts are.
0: I think it's a very, very, very uh, valid discussion. I think um, 40 years ago when I started, mm-hmm. it was a very different time. Uh, I'm very aware of the Gallup poll you're referring to mm-hmm. that came out last week. Uh, very aware of it, read it in its entirety. Um, And I have noted over the years that um, a lot of similar organizations have changed. Um, For instance, uh, a sister organization, um, which had the very long name of Christian Reform World Relief Committee, has uh, changed to World Renew. Um, I noted that. um, And I've noticed others. um, So so at any rate, I I think that probably uh, it's a very, very valid question that has to be discussed at this point. And um, so I will understand if that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that uh, young people, in fact, I know,
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. because
0: I have, I have, my husband served as the president of Hope College
2: mm-hmm.
0: two years ago for two years. Uh, we became very involved with college students again. Yeah. Love them. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And I know that they are so searching for meaning and purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're also serving. They're also searching diligently for connection. Mm-hmm. They haven't given up on the faith, mm-hmm. uh, but they're looking I. I had, I'll bet I would have 10 students a week who Mm -hmm. knew that I had been involved in hunger issues Mm -hmm. uh, because my other identity was the hunger lady. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um,
0: And and they would come to me Mm -hmm. saying, I want to do something meaningful with my life. Can you point away what's an organization that I can try to get an internship with? Mm -hmm. Um, Who could I apply with? Uh, Here are my skills. I want to do something with purpose, Um, Mm -hmm. you know? And (laughs) so I know that hunger, which is probably the wrong word to use for it, but to do something um, meaningful with their Mm -hmm. lives is very much there. And, and, um, you know, most of these kids really considered themselves more than religious. Mm. Um, They were, they were really, um, well, most of these kids were Christian, but we had, you know, we had other faith groups too. Um, But at any rate, um, I know it's there. Mm -hmm. So again, uh, before we started recording, I mentioned to you that I was really happy to see church world service and Uh, connecting more on social media, mm-hmm. uh, and because I have long thought that probably since about 2010, I kept saying, "Yikes, we've got to get on," mm-hmm. uh, because this was now, of course, some of the platforms I'm using are no yeah. longer relevant to this generation. But you all know what those platforms are, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that you know we we need to do. much better job because i know people are still really looking for for agencies that are credible Mm -hmm. they do not want to they're so they're so skeptical of um these fly by night Mm -hmm. uh, personality driven organizations i Mm -hmm. mean they can smell a rat a mile away sorry Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but you know they're very discerning Mm -hmm. and they're just really looking for places to plug in Mm -hmm. so you know yes i am an old cheerleader i don't want to see church world service or crop give up the quest Mm -hmm. for connecting yeah okay yeah and right now about the only way uh, we can do that is um with with crop or but no there are many other ways for instance I had so many people excited about making school kits Mm -hmm. (laughs) baby kits cleanup kits Mm -hmm. health kits our church one year put together 1000 health kits Mm -hmm. for church world service it was again a tangible way they could feel like they were making a Mm -hmm. difference um, and and I don't know that Church World Service realized what how connected that made them feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was huge.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, and and thanks for lifting it up. You know the the challenge for any organizations is, of course, you know when uh, when. Because also you know, new people came in, so so they have different yeah. stories. Uh, so how do you ensure that um the organization organizational memory continues to be there?
0: Yeah.
1: that's uh, that's exactly that's, that's not yeah, that's always a balancing act. And and uh
0: Yeah, and that was one thing, uh yeah. Maurice that I was extremely concerned about. Mm-hmm. Um when uh, Church World Service went to a very reduced board size. Mm-hmm and lost um, mainly some of the smaller communions. I don't even know how many communions are still represented. I know the board is very, very small. Um, That was my greatest concern, was not only the loss of of the organizational memory, which Mm. is very rich, uh, but the loss of funding. Mm. Because what happened in my denomination when that happened is that um, our denomination made a partnership with a large competing organization mm. i'm not going to say the name because i um, i i do not i do not agree philosophically with their modus operandi mm. i was just heartsick mm. and at one time reformed church in America was the number four funder for church world service. That is when I was on the board, (laughs) but, you know, um, I was sad to see what church world service provided us very small communion Mm -hmm. like us was a way to uh, be able to plug in directly to being a part of the solution Mm -hmm. rather than the problem. Um, you know, the Emergency Response Committee was absolutely incredible. I represented the denomination on that, too. Mm-hmm. And um, but we were able to, you know, when disaster happened, I'm thinking of Indonesia. your mm-hmm. beloved. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I called
0: uh, Rick Augsburger and Donna Durr mm-hmm. <laughs> the morning that I got the news and said, Rick and Donna, how can we plug in? What do you need?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you want me to work on? And that was just an incredible. I mean, that was just such a horrid disaster.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And for those who don't have the memory, it was the tsunami. Yeah,
2: two thousand four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but you see, then that, then I turned around and within an hour had a news release out to. Mm-hmm. Every Reformed church uh, saying, this is what's just happened. Uh, I, they probably got my letter almost simultaneously with the news on, on CNN or wherever. Uh, but just said, this is how we are going to respond initially. Uh, more news will be coming. But then immediately, uh, churches were, because they trusted uh, mm-hmm. We had had such a long relationship with Church World Service. I had been very proactive in communication mm-hmm. with the churches directly. Um, worked very hard at that. So then we became, you know, the little, the, the little plug that could mm-hmm. plug into the larger Church World Service, which could plug into the, the global. And I think it was action by churches together, then Maurice, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. That yeah, which is now uh, transformed into Act Alliance. Yeah, Um, and and you know, Betty, I can say because at that time I was on the other side. I was in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, and we were. um, Yes, it was one of was the biggest. (laughs) Yeah, it was the biggest disaster I uh, ever experienced, and it was so great not having to think about you know how are we going to find. The resources to respond, yeah. you know, oh. that was there. That was all uh, taken care of yeah. uh, by the different members. Um, so, it, yeah, th- thanks, thank you for 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 that. Uh, absolutely, that's
0: just a classic example. And I'm so thrilled to see you on the other side of the screen because I mm. I used your name, mm. Maurice Bloom, <laughs> our partner <laughs> on the ground. In uh, uh, seriously, and yeah. so then you know you became a human being. Mm. Um, that all my wonderful people in the pews could relate to mm-hmm. because they knew we had a real live person and um and because we were so small we couldn't afford i was the only staff person <laughs>
1: amazing yeah yeah amazing so
0: church world service was an extension to staff and that mm-hmm. connected to you you yeah. became an extension mm-hmm. So that's right. perhaps the best that's a yeah <laughs> yeah
1: that's, that's a great, a, well it, it, yeah. it's not only a great story it was it was such an important oh. uh, yeah it was instrumental in in the response for for uh, uh, CWS and
0: I personally knew of you then mm-hmm. and because of that strong connection with uh, Rick Augsburger and mm-hmm. uh, and Donna Durr who were just incredible yeah um you know but I think about I go back to thinking of the friendship trains mm. in after World War II. Yeah, amazing. The reason we started, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I still have people uh, because I think the friendship train. And for people who don't understand that mm-hmm. history, that was when actual trains, different cars, uh, <laughs> loaded up with with uh, resources. That could be shared with uh, it, with Europe and mm-hmm. other areas uh, yes. recovering from Northern Africa, et cetera, recovering from uh, World War II. So, mm-hmm. from Michigan, for instance, came beans, a carload <laughs> of beans. Don't ask me what kind, and a carload of sugar because mm. we we produced sugar at that time. Yeah, uh, and and so anyway, uh, you can I guess. I get very excited about these anniversaries because I've read every history book I could. I also understand the National Council of Churches, understand a lot of the the dynamics. Mm -hmm. But just think of 75 years of those kind of connections and those Mm -hmm. kind of uh, remarkable stories of faith Mm -hmm. and of sharing yeah. And of, of uh, walking a mile in other people's shoes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. I always had uh, I always had cakes at our general synod uh, mm-hmm. to mark like the 70th, the 70th <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maybe the 50th. I don't know. I'm so old mm-hmm. that I must have gone back to that. Um, you know, just to try to, again, make the connection. Because it's 75 years of doing this. I think it's terrific.
1: I, I would like to, because you were talking about, you know, reading about the anniversaries. So, you know, after 50 years uh, yeah. anniversary, Churchill Service made a book and uh, it was called mm-hmm. 50 years of help and hope. Right. So no, you were part also of part of the 25 years after that a couple of yeah. years. Um, so yeah. if, you, if I would ask you, you know, if we would produce another book, and we are not going to because we are making a podcast now, but if we would make okay. a book, um, what are some of the keywords that you would put in that book, you know, um, about mm-hmm. 75 years of CWS?
0: Interesting. It's a very good question. Um, I would put partnership
2: mm-hmm.
0: as uh, one of the key words mm-hmm. because I feel like that goes both ways. It's a partnership with the giver. It's more importantly, perhaps a partnership with the receiver. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel, I really feel strongly about that word because I think uh, it uh, connotates respect. Mm. uh, Again, on both sides, the giver, the receiver. Um, I think that uh, uh, You know, it, it, I I just think that it's a a critical word and it's a word that I think is lacking in, um, in some organizations, um, who see themselves almost as the benevolent saviors. (laughs) In other words, uh, we give, we give, we give, look at what we give, (laughs) uh, But there's not a real um, awareness of what they receive in giving and what the recipients give Mm. in receiving. Mm. Um, I hadn't thought about that until we started talking this morning. (laughs) Um, But but that whole concept of respect is so critical, I think. respect for human beings and um I just I I see that as really a very critical component of any compassion mm-hmm. that we have. Compassion would be another word of course
2: yeah.
0: um that's I that I think is a is a good word. Of course I love the word hope mm. um because uh that's a real biblical word for me
2: yeah
0: uh but just a really critical word I think for our world Mm -hmm. in that we need it so much Um, we so need something to hang on to Uh, and again because of my uh, I was also I probably should have said (laughs) Mm -hmm. I became for nine years that same. the, the four years that I was a chair of the board of church world service i was also director of reformed church world service for the reformed mm-hmm. church in america in that capacity i traveled you know um somalia afghanistan many countries in africa a lot of countries in central america um and saw so much mm-hmm. um uh, also of course i was very involved with uh disasters in the united states how could we ever forget katrina hurricane mm-hmm. katrina oh my goodness Um, you know, and so I, I had the privilege of meeting so many recipients Mm -hmm. of, of um, our resources and gifts. And that was always a very, um, humbling thing for me. Mm. Uh, so now, you know, looking back, of course, that really colors, um, I, I remember some of these people, (laughs) you know, I, I remember the wonderful woman in Nicaragua, Mm who, as I got on our bus, I think I was a part of a church world service delegation.
2: Mm. In
0: fact, I know I was. Um, as I got on the bus, she said, now, Betty, remember me. Mm. I preached the whole sermon on that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, on remember me. Because she and her daughter had planted 2000 saplings 2,000 on her property and had hand watered all 2,000 of those to try to stop erosion because they lived on one of the hillsides that had been devastated in uh, one of the earthquakes, I suppose, you know, the flooding. Of course, they lived on the bad land. Um, And so to try to stop erosion and to try to um, uh save some resources in terms of having enough water. Mm-hmm. They had planted these two thousand saplings, and we were out there walking in the shade of these saplings.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> and then she took us to her well. and at, since planting the saplings, she was her water supply had increased mm. in her little well we'll talk about Yeah, very easy to remember her Mm -hmm. very and her wonderful teenage daughter um (laughs) that was just so you know it it was such a um it was such a basic Mm -hmm. thing and of course then in my mind uh comes the share the cup of water (laughs) you know but talk about resilience and strength all i could think it was a backbreaking labor of trying to mm. plant those saplings in that dry earth it's not easy yeah. and, and she and her daughter had done it
1: if i listened to you i heard you know we i heard words like partnership respect resilience Um, And if if, if I would ask you, uh, you know, um, to name one colleague or or one person that you uh, know through CWS or a partner or a supporter uh, who best embodies what church world service is about according to you, who would you name and why?
0: Oh, boy. That's a really difficult mm-hmm. question for me because I guess, as I have already revealed, mm-hmm. um, for me the great partnership mm-hmm. was through the Emergency Response Office of Church World Service mm-hmm. under the leadership of Rick Augsburger and Donna Durr. Um, if I, you know, they were just a lifeline. Uh, for me, personally, as a denominational executive in charge of relief and development and refugee response, mm-hmm. um, absolutely invaluable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that, that that kind of is then when I moved on, I retired uh, from the denomination uh, mm-hmm. in the fall of 2007. Yeah. Uh, after I was finished, I I decided my time was done and I retired. Uh, I've already alluded to one international partner, mm-hmm. which was Action by Churches Together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For me, but again, you see, that is because of coming from uh, a church background, and a uh, you know uh, that was really important for me mm-hmm. to have that yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I probably should stop because you said to name one. I've already named. Two different on two different levels <laughs> i always on my international studies had great respect for unicef mm. and not studies international travels mm-hmm. i i had great respect for the work unicef was doing particularly in somalia mm-hmm. and afghanistan mm. <laughs> you know yeah so great i don't know no, i probably better stop right
1: <laughs> No, this is great. This is you. You know, I I don't mind that you cheat a little bit and mention more than one. <laughs> Betty, when when you were talking about you know the re- the different responses that you experienced, you know as a as a volunteer and then later as a as a as a board member. Um, I would like to piggyback a little bit on that, because this is also, you know, the 75th anniversary is also a time, as I mentioned, for CWS to look back and, uh, you know, huge discussions are going on around injustice in the world. And, and you know, the most prominent one is of course, uh, racial injustice, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, if you look back at, uh, you know, what CWS did when you were involved closely with Church World Service, um, how do you now how do you look at that? you know, in terms of should church will did church world service always play the right role in fighting injustice? could we have done certain things better? um yeah, can you reflect a little bit on that?
0: Yes, I can because um obviously I'm still very, very, very connected in terms of uh the world um mm-hmm. that's just who I am, yeah, um. And I think about it almost every day in light of the current news, um, good or bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think there is always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure we made some mistakes, but I have to honestly say, and I'm saying this in the context of being a board member for the National Council of Churches as well, um, because there I... Um, learned so much from our historic black communions that quite frankly, I did not, I was not aware of before that, before that connection. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to say that I feel in what I saw in the field. Okay. um, On my international travels, I always feel that we really were aware of the racial injustices, uh, racial ethnic injustices. Mm. And that um, at least back in the early 2000s, um, we were really striving and struggling Mm. with, with that reality and And our need to do better mm. with um, with the whole issue. Um, and that is why I'm so strong on church world service. Uh, that's one of the reasons because mm-hmm. I, uh, I I use the word respect. I felt yeah. that church world service was one of the organizations. And let me tell you in my position, uh, in the Reformed Church in America, I had a lot of um, of interaction with other organizations, okay, for whom this was not um, one of their more impor- important uh, criteria for operation. Mm. And it made me sick um, because of the difference was so glaring. Okay. So I know we weren't perfect. But Mm -hmm. I really feel that uh, we were very aware and um, we're trying. Mm -hmm. You know, that's uh, I guess uh, that was, we were all very aware of it. I was certainly very aware of it as chair of the board. Mm -hmm. And um, John, you know, John was wonderful to work with. uh, But we certainly talked about that a lot Mm -hmm. uh, in trying to guide the guide the organization
1: together yeah yeah you, and, and when you speak about john you speak about our ceo john mccullough and uh, right. well, were you the, the first chair for for uh, when john started or, or the i was second? the second second
0: i <laughs> was the second pat uh, uh pat and i was his first vice chair so mm-hmm. i was really the first vice chair is really in on most everything, so yeah. uh, uh, we were we started with John.
1: Okay, yeah. great. Um, I have I have two last questions for you, and they are a yeah. little bit lighter, right? I think, um, but but I, I I think they're fun as well. I I love music, and that's why I I always ask a music related question. If <laughs> if I ask you to come up with a song, or a piece of music that represents Church World Service from your point of view? What is the song or the piece of music that you would uh, share?
0: Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, Ode Mm. to Joy, Uh, because it gave me so much joy um, to work with Church World Service. And I say that both with my colleagues on the board and my partners around the world. Gave me great joy to learn so much about other cultures and other racial ethnicities. Uh, I remember a night in Afghanistan when I was on an official uh, part of an official Church World Service delegation. Those were dicey times in Afghanistan. But we were having dinner with um, uh, a lady who had been the secretary of education in the new this was after they, the transfer of power and stuff. And uh, we were sitting on the floor. Um, and the, the meal she prepared was wonderful. It was um, very sobering, very sobering, mm-hmm. because we had, she told us her story. Uh, but it was also very joyful um, to know that we could, at that time, try to be a part of the solution in a very respectful way. So, going to joy. There you are, Maurice.
1: Great. (laughs) I will note that down. Yeah. um, Okay, my my last question, Betty, is what do you would like to say or to wish uh, for CWS?
0: I just hope um, that Church World Service can continue to be the beacon of light that it's been for so many. Um, For the past 75 years, um, I personally uh, have encountered people who were refugees resettled after World War II 75 years ago who credit Church World Service with uh, being that beacon of light for them. And so um, I just hope that we can continue as an organization to be, uh, well, perhaps we should say. Uh, maybe we could go back to the help and hope <laughs> but I kind of like beacon of light um, for as many people as possible uh, that would be my wish and my hope
1: great thank you so much for uh, yeah your time and your willingness to talk with me uh, today and thank you for everything you have done for church World service and, and uh, for who it's you been are a pleasure. As
0: well. it's been a pleasure thank you for having me do you Thanks. see you? Do you see me? Will you be the eyes so that we all can be?
1: Thank you for listening to Walk, Talk, Listen. Please check us out on 100mile.org or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to know more about Churchful Service, please go to cwsglobal.org.